What's up, everybody? Thank you all for checking out podcast numero seis, six in the bag. What is up? And uh, today we are going to be talking about everything you want to know about working out. This is going to cover just everything, literally every single piece of information. Not Nothing will be left out. It will be a three-hour uh podcast series of 23 you'll never have another question about fitness and ever then you'll again never have another question we are promising a lot in this one um <laughs> no it's gonna be no. 30 minutes and <laughs> it's an abridged version it's an yes. abridged version abridged version essentially it's the who what when where why of working out and i think that there's a lot of information and misinformation out there about fitness and everybody has questions and everybody wants to see results. So we're here to kind of help demystify some of these questions so that you can stop wondering and start just getting to work and getting to where you want to be. Exactly. Because I know that like when people even start thinking about working out, like that is a major hurdle, right? Like just even the thought of beginning to work out for many people is just like comes with so many questions and is a major hurdle to even beginning that um, I think after answering this, you'll know what questions to ask, how to get them answered by uh, by whoever so that you can get yourself to where you want to be. Yeah. And I think that, you know, oftentimes people can get to the gym and kind of feel stuck and not know where to start or what to do or they don't feel comfortable. So hopefully after this podcast, you feel a little bit more comfortable, whether you're working out at gym, at the gym or at home, um, who you're working out with, all of that. So we'll just go ahead and dive right into it here. Uh, The first question we're going to be tackling is who should I work out with? This could be a trainer, a coach, um, an online subscription program. There's so, so, so many options out there and it can be kind of overwhelming to pick which coach or trainer is best for you. So exactly. Yeah. 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 No, keep going. Keep going. No, keep no, going. I, I like, just like hearing your voice. Go oh, ahead. thanks. But no, I was like, so while there are, you know, there definitely are different calibers of trainers out there and we'll talk about that in just a second. But the most important part is to find someone that you like and that motivates you and that keeps you consistent. All right. Like at the end of the day, most good trainers out there are doing the same general stuff. The same stuff is tried and true. It's the same stuff that works. There is no secret pill. There is no magic ingredient. There is no never before heard of workout that's going to help you get to exactly where you want to be. And any trainer telling you that their program is that is bullshitting you and it's not true. So again, many trainers out there could be doing similar stuff. It's about who resonates with you the most. What's vibe? What's the vibe like? Do you mean like if you really can see yourself in a trainer, if you can say like, you know, this person is going to motivate me. Like I do, I'm jazzed to see this person or I'm jazzed to like be around them. I like, I like their insight. I like the way they talk to me. I like all of these different things. Like that is the thing that is going to make or break your workouts. That's uh, going to make or break your results. All of that. Because there's, if you don't like the trainer, you're not going to train, right? Like this is why Tiana and I really focus on kind of the, the social and the community kind of stuff of it, like with the fire fam and all that. Like if it's, if you don't like the community that you're a part of, if you do not like the person, then you are not going to do the workouts. We humans don't like working out in isolation. Like we just don't enjoy it. 
right? Like this is just not the, like we're social creatures. We like being around other people. This is why, like, even if you do have a home gym, some before COVID and everything, even if you do have a home gym, there there are people who will still just go to a, a, a gym like a Planet Fitness or whatever it is just to be around people, right? Just to like work out around other individuals. It's, it's a powerful, powerful motivator. So make sure that the vibe of whoever you're training with is right for you. And that is going to make a break the difference, yeah. uh, make the difference. Yeah. And you know, while we obviously hope that you'll enjoy working out like with us in our online platform or in person with us. We also know that our method is similar to a lot of really great trainers out there and that we might not be everybody's cup of tea and that's okay as well. Again, we hope Sh- that we are. Shout out to are. my exes. What's good? Yeah, we, we hope that we are. <laughs> but at the same time, it's about finding the trainer and the coach that's going to help motivate you, right? So that being said, you know, aside from vibe, you do want to make sure you check the qualifications and certifications of your coaches. How much time they've been in the industry you know new trainers can be awesome we were all new at one point but the best coaches generally have more experience and knowledge even background in like a sport or some kind of physical activity can be a really good indicator um and i also like to make sure that coaches never just assume your goals that someone doesn't see you and be like okay so you want to lose weight obviously or you must want to do this it's really not having a coach put expectations on you, but having a coach truly ask you like, what are you here for and how can I assist you in getting there? I think that's a really big part of being a good coach is never assuming someone else's goals. Exactly. And making sure that, and as you know, since we are trainers, like trainers should be able to help you to even define your goals, right? Like there are people who will just come and they're like, I just need to like move. You know, and it's like, okay, like what kind of movement do you want to do sports? Do you want to do like, you know, weight training? Like what exactly, what kind of movements are you looking for? What are, do you want a lot of variety? You know, because there are some trainers that are very specific at what they do. There are a lot of trainers who do a lot of different things. So trainers should always be there to kind of like help you with your goals, help you define them because you may not always know what they are. Exactly. And I think you should also look out for any words like marketing words, like rapid weight loss or like insane results or extreme fast. All of these words are are buzzwords and they're there to get you excited. But most progress that actually lasts is slow and steady. Progress takes time. So be wary of that and be wary of trainers who recommend various products to you because they make money off of them, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If someone's just using you to like, just, you know, using you sell as a supplements cow, or whatever. Yeah. Just watch out for that because people are going to try to like put lots of pills on you and all this other stuff and then just, you know, grab the money and then bounce. Like, um, make sure that like they're there for you and not just there to, push their product or push whatever on you. Yeah. So that's, you know, our general tips for who you should work out with now getting into kind of the what of working out, what is the best workout first, we have a few different topics we're going to hit on here based on what your goals might be. But overall, the overarching premise here is not as complicated as people might think it is. The best workout is the one that you will actually do and keep doing. And that is it. That's it. A workout could be the most killer workout ever created, but if you can't do it consistently, it is worthless to you and it doesn't matter. So at the end of the day, I know for myself, like I love the idea of like being a power lifter and lifting super heavy and getting super strong and all ripped. And But at the end of the day, I know that I'm not going to consistently do what it takes to get there on a daily basis. I'm not going to maintain that program. So for me, I'm like, you know what? 
as much as I love that idea and I respect people that do it, it's not for me. I need to pick a program that I know I can stick with consistently because otherwise a program is useless to me if I'm not actually doing it. Exactly. Yeah. Like if it's, if it's a, uh, if it's a program you hate, you know, like if it's something that you're really just not feeling like you're not going to do it, right? Like if you don't like being super sore, you know, like doing a really intense, hard workout all the time is not going to like feel good to you, right? Like that's not something that you're going to enjoy. That's not something that you're going to come back to over and over and over again. Like, so you just have to know what kind of workout, like, you, you have to try different things sometimes, you know, and know what's going to work for you and what's not going to work for you and do just kind of like a body analysis and a mind analysis for yourself uh, to figure out if if it's for you or not. And to see what sticks, see what works. See what sticks. Like if it does, does it spark joy? Yeah. You know, and I understand the Marie day Kondo after a workout. Marie Kondo your workouts. <laughs> exactly. Marie Kondo your workouts. Does it spark joy? And I understand that like, you know, there's people out there who are just like no 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 it all hurts and i really hate it all like i hate everything about it you know and for those people i'm like you should probably find a workout that you do not hate or that you hate the least at least to start or that with you like, hate the least fake it till yeah. you make it i know something like, i have a client that just hates everything and that's okay she hates some things less than other things and you know what if you do something enough and you can kind of start to trick your mind and tell yourself that you actually like oh i can't wait to work out today i'm so excited even if it's kind of bullshit at first soon enough you create the habit and you do start to really want to work out yeah like i don't always love like chest day you know what i mean like i'm not gonna say that I, I always love it but i do like how my chest looks you know and so there's just like you, you can find joy in things yes same with me for leg day hate actually doing leg day love how i feel after love how strong i feel love how my legs look so at the end of the day while i might not be like joyful every single second of the workout there there are joyful components that i can pull that keep me that keep me consistent and keep me pushing exactly so let's get into the nitty-gritty here of we're gonna quickly kind of go through what your different goals might be and what we recommend to get there okay so number one if you're looking to lose weight at the end of the day as long as you are moving and burning calories in order to get into calorie deficit which is eating less than you're burning you will lose weight that's it so it's a combination of workout and diet now the best way that we recommend to burn a high number of calories in a short amount of time is through mm. high, yep, hit high intensity interval training. Okay, there are a lot of studies that show people burning um, up to 450 calories in a 30 minute workout, which is wow. over, which is over 100 calories more than just steady state cardio like jogging. Um, hit also revs up your metabolism, gives you the afterburn effect, and helps you to burn more calories long after a workout is over. Yeah. And so like, this is just to say that like a lot of people when they're trying to lose weight and all that kind of stuff, they just think cardio, 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 cardio. And like, that's, that's kind of like an older idea. And it's not just cardio. It's it hit does it because it's always switching things up. It's putting your body into shock. It's doing different kinds of movements. Um, the body's pretty good at doing cardio like we're really good at like steady state cardio human beings can like we're we're stronger long distance runners than we are sprinters like mechanically so hit like is other animals are good at like strength based stuff or like super speed but like humans are just kind of good at like enduring over time 
Exactly. Exactly. We're really good in the long game. Like we, you know, for the for the size of us as like an animal, like we're not that fast in a short sprint. You know what I mean? Like we can be overcome by like so many. I think elephants can run faster than humans in a short sprint. Do you know what I mean? That like it's sense. just yeah, like elephants, hippos. You can't out you can't outrun a rhino yep. in a short sprint. You know what I mean? Like, we're just not that good in short sprints. We're not that effective. And so that's why HIT is really good is because it's throwing our bodies into something that we're not that good at. Short, and so, intense like, workouts. Short, yes. Yeah, short, intense workouts. Like, we're just not that good at it. So if you're thinking, okay, I'm just going to do cardio, 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 and that's how I'm going to lose weight, like, like minute per pound, minute per calorie, like, you're you're – not getting the most out of it. And also HIT training tends to incorporate a lot more strength training, not just, you know, running on a treadmill, but you might do some mountain climbers and cardio stuff. And then also like weighted squats and lunges and things like that. So you're building in more strength training, which is building more muscle, which helps you burn more calories 24 seven, even after the workout is over, which cardio does not do. So to sum it up for weight loss, you want to be in calorie deficit, which is a combination of diet and exercise and HIIT workouts and strength training is two two of our favorite workouts to help you get there in terms of the workout. Yeah. Next up, talk about gaining muscle, Brandon. Gaining muscle. So um, if you're trying to gain muscle, weight training. Like you just have to do a lot of weight training, right? And like this doesn't mean – this doesn't only apply if you uh, just want to tone or bulk um, because like there's – there's no such thing as like toning or bolt like and all that kind of stuff. We're going to do a um, whole podcast on this is like well, my passion in life is there's no is such it, thing as toning your muscles. It does not exist. You either grow muscle or you lose muscle. The look exactly. of bulk comes from like eating like a maniac in order to exactly. like really size up. So if you're a woman, and you don't want to bulk, you can still lift heavy. And if you're not eating like an insane person to like pack on the pounds, you're just going to gain muscle definition. You're not going to get bulky. So don't worry about yeah, that. There are just so many like just marketing terms out out there that we like confuse with actual working out that it's just it's in like we'll do another three-hour podcast on that yeah. uh, <laughs> um but if you're in order to gain muscle you have to lift moderate to heavy weights um for between eight to twelve reps yes. for three to five sets all right so um if you can do more if, than 12 reps basically you want to pick up a heavier weight this is yeah. not eight to 12 kind of like whatever reps by the end of 12 reps you should kind of be like that should be a struggle rep right you have to like basically in order to gain muscle you have to tear your muscle fibers right and like you're gonna do that with a weight that you can only lift between eight to 12 anything more than that you're not tearing the muscle fibers you need to tear in order to gain muscle Yes. And while you're, you're doing more reps than that with a lighter weight, you might definitely feel your muscle burn. You're going to be working more of the endurance of your muscles, which we're going to talk about in just a few moments, but you won't actually be gaining definition and size. They're two different things. One is actual muscle growth or what we call hypertrophy. And the other one is endurance. And they're both important and they're both good, but it's important to know what you want and you have to train specifically for that. The body will respond specifically to the 
training that you are putting on it. So if you want to gain muscle, it's eight to 12 reps for about three to five sets, depending on, on your training program. But eight to 12. We're not, we're not going to go into it here, but there's a bunch of different muscle fibers that you have. You know I mean, ones that are good for endurance, ones that are good for short term, and then ones that are good for like really, really short term kind of stuff. And so to gain muscle, you have to work sort of like the shorter term muscles, uh, right. muscle fibers. You have to work those and that's the eight to 12. Yes. So since we actually brought it up, let's talk about if you want to gain endurance. This is probably what a, most um, workouts incorporate is lifting for about 12 to 15 reps for about three to five sets with a low to medium kind of weight. This is probably what most workout classes are doing. Very few workouts that I've actually been to personally have I seen people really encouraging people to lift like in the eight to 12 muscle growth range. I would say most group fitness is working more of the muscular endurance of your muscles, um, which is why on our platform, we're trying to have classes that differentiate between these two things. One of our classes is called burn. And this is the endurance focus where it's again, 12 to 15 reps for three to five sets, just to really work the endurance of the muscle, whether you're training for a sport, a marathon, an event, or you just kind of like that muscle burn. And then we have other classes where we focus on the more eight to 12 muscle growth rep range, because I think they kind of get crossed over and confused in a lot of group fitness sometimes. Yeah. And the reason why like uh, group fitness kind of focuses on the um, endurance sort of part portion of it is because group fitness is mainly it's mainly female. It's a lot of it is mainly women. Honestly, the whole fitness industry is mainly female, despite like what you may think uh, people who are actually in the gym are like most people who work out in the gym doing all that kind of stuff are women. It's not guys. It's mainly mainly group fitness for sure. Group fitness for Sure, it's women. So because of that, most classes that you're going to go to or see are based on the endurance rather than like gaining muscle or any of or gain or or getting strong or any of those. Because women have been um, marketing tactic to not want to lift heavy because they're scared of getting bulky, right? So that's what you're just not true. It's just Just not not true. true. So it's it's also harder because like if you're doing the eight to twelve kind of range, everyone's going to be lifting a different size weight and like all of that kind of stuff kind of comes into play. But yeah, it's a lot of it is because women have just been lied to. Yeah. So recapping that really quick, if you want to gain muscle, we're looking at eight to twelve, and that's whether it's bulk or tone, same thing. Okay. If you want to gain endurance, you're looking at twelve to fifteen reps. Okay. And then if you want to get strong, this is our next, you want to be lifting a very heavy weight for about five to eight reps. And you're looking there at about three to five warm up sets, kind of building up to like two or three working sets at your heaviest weight that you can. Okay. So very, very few group fitness classes work out in this range. And I would say very few people do. I personally don't think that everybody needs to be working to like get to like their absolute heaviest weight possible for like five reps. It could be a little bit more technical and a little bit more advanced. I think it's fun to venture into that area sometimes with if you've been training for a while and want to really mix it up. But I would say you can go back and forth between the endurance 12 to 15 rep range as well as the muscle growth 8 to 12 rep range and really get get a lot of the benefits both of strength and of endurance. Yeah, I mean, the one rep max thing, it's it's nice to know what your one rep max is, but unless you're sort of training uh, for some sort of competition or that just like really means a lot to you to know that like for one rep, I can lift 
X amount of weight, it's it's not the most practical way to work out. Like you, it it also involves a lot of like downtime in between some of the sets, all of that kind of stuff. So it's a it's a longer process to to get there than most people are willing to uh, commit to. It also involves a lot of work. You know, Brandon and I did a strength cycle a few years ago, and I was like, you know, I got up to like a 200 pound squat, over 200 pound deadlift. I was feeling great, but like the amount of effort it took to get there and then to like sustain that level, it's it's a lot. And I know for me, I've been committed to not letting fitness like become my entire life, but rather enhancing my life. And that kind of workout is not something I'm going to do if I'm traveling or on the road or busier with work or whatever. So while it can be fun to do, I think for the average person, it can be a little... Um, a little unsustainable depending on what you know your schedule and your gym setup and all that is so again quick recap i know this can all get confusing but for strength you're looking at like five to eight reps for muscle growth you're looking for eight to twelve and for endurance you're looking for twelve to fifteen okay and these are for every set that you do you're aiming for about that many reps yeah and then the last one here uh well last two i guess well the is explosivity so if you're training for explosivity this is going to be a lot of like jumping uh plyometric kind of movements there throwing sprinting bounding um large muscle movements like squats and deadlifts uh these things are done for shorter periods of times and they're really intense yeah sometimes only just like one to five reps if you're thinking of like Think of this is how kind of athletes train. I know Brandon, like you did track and field, for example. Like I don't think you were like lots a, of jumps. I don't think, yeah, ju- I don't know. You did, did you, you, you never did like the what's what's the, like the long jump? Did you ever do the long jump or whatever? Not not you know not I wasn't not really. But I like, wasn't really good. But how but how <laughs> but how these people would train? It's like you know you're going for one big jump. You're not making one massive jump 15 times in a row. It's like you are training to get as much power behind one movement as possible. So you're going to be training more in the one to five rep range and it's really seeing either you know how high you can jump how fast you can sprint how quick you can throw um this is a lot of athletic training but this is another place where i believe hit training shines um hit training does i say i think involve a little bit more like power movements than other types of training do whether it's you know med ball throws or you know high jumps or whatever there is a bit of x box jumps you know there is a bit of explosivity that comes with that that can just be really beneficial for activating more muscle fibers yeah and Um, then um general health yeah general health this is you know I think where most people are training in and probably should be training in is general health is just a little bit of everything so that you so that your workouts don't get super stale, right? So everybody benefits from working their general strength, their general endurance, their general power from gaining muscle, from increasing their cardiovascular capacity. So we often recommend to keep things simple, do some kind of weight training, whether that's for muscle growth or for muscular endurance two to three days a week and do cardio two to three days a week. And these are great ways to see results and feel better overall. And you can mix up, you know, some days aim for a more endurance rep range and some days aim for a more muscle growth and strength rep range and just kind of play with that back and forth. But overall, that's going to help you really get to where you want to be for general health. Exactly. And the general health sort of thing, it just allows you to keep things fresh. You know, you can play around with all of these different modalities that we kind of talked about above and, um, always make sure that your mind is working, right? Like you're not getting just stale in one kind of workout. You can try a lot of different things. Yeah, and I always say, you know, it's actually not as important what you do for a workout as the 
just it's more important that you are just doing one right yeah i think people can get really caught up in like is this the absolute best and while i do believe in smart programming and i do think that every exercise you do should have a purpose at the same time you don't get bogged down with you know all the questions and all the whatevers just do something and that is already better than nothing and for most people again if you're training for a sport or you're an athlete you're a different situation but for general people for the general population even myself included in this you know i'm not an athlete anymore aside from you know just the fact that i'm an athlete for my own personal self general health is where I really land. You know, I want to do a little bit of cardio. I want to do a little bit of strength work. I want to do a lot of yoga flexibility work and make sure that I'm hitting all these components, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So, um, when to work out. So basically there's three times to work out mornings, afternoons, and evenings. Um, me personally, I love the mornings. I like to work out in the morning, just kind of getting it done early in my day. Um, it's good for like losing weight. Not that like I'm trying to lose weight or doing any of that. It has other benefits as well. But as far as the losing weight is concerned, um, there's no real food in your stomach. You haven't had like a heavy meal. I don't like to work out when I feel heavy, like I have something inside of my body. So it feels good to kind of be light as I work out. Um, it's also gives me more energy throughout the day. Like if I get my adrenaline up and I'm just up and I'm going, it's, it's a really good way to just start my day. Like I feel like an animal, you know, like I've just begun it and like I'm up and above everybody. It's great. It's really nice. And you know, and I, so morning workouts can be a great way for a lot of people to just kind of get up and get going. I often, I, I have this goal, you know, I always want to do that, but I also find that I'm a little bit more lethargic in the morning. It takes me a little bit longer to get going. And that if I wait until like, even like 11 or so, even 10, but a little bit later towards the afternoon, my energy levels rise and I can bring a little bit more intensity to my workouts. So Really, it's whenever you feel the most energetic. If you're up in the morning and you have some coffee and you're just ready to go and you can like really give a workout what you got, then a workout, a morning workout is going to be for you. If you're like me and maybe an after, like waiting a few hours and working out in the afternoon, that might give you more energy, a more, more of an energy boost. And at the end of the day, intensity is the key to most effective workouts. So kind of play with it there and see what works best for you. Now, evening workouts are just hard because um, it's easier for other things to kind of pop up throughout your day so that you kind of just skip it. You know, like if things kind of come up and you're like, oh, I guess I won't work out today. So if you find yourself trying to wait until the evening, it it's a little bit of a setup for failure to a degree. Like you might get now, called to stay late at work or you might get a call from your spouse and the kids need blah, blah, blah. Or you, have or you to might just have a stressful up. day, right? Yeah. And just be worn out. Exactly. It's also not great if you can't sleep or if you're trying to sleep at the end of your day and all that kind of stuff. Like having the adrenaline in you, like just being up is not going to be great for going to bed. Like if no. you just pump some iron and then try to lay down in bed, you're going to be up for hours. Yes. So, you know, these are all, it's really about when works for you. If evening's the only time you have, then like work out in the evening. Just be mindful of those things that might come up and guard against that. So there's no magic cure of like, if you work out in the morning, you're going to lose so much more weight or get so much stronger. It's That's not really the case. It's more about kind of like life hacking yourself and seeing when it's going to be most effective for you. But none of these is the perfect cure, right? You want to be eating within the calorie range for your goal and you want to be working out in the modality that you should be working out for your goal. If you do that, there are benefits to both morning and afternoon. And of course, if you have to, the evening is fine too. Right. 
Now, how much should you work out? Yes, important. So working out regularly is obviously important, but so is rest. And I think that rest is a super undervalued part of most workout regimens. So it's recommended to take one to two rest days a week where you either go for a walk or stretch to recover. And if you're strength training, you do also want to give your muscles at least 48 hours to rest before working that same muscle group again. So let's say you hit biceps and back on Monday. You don't want to work it again Tuesday. You want to wait at least until Wednesday, maybe even Thursday to hit those same muscles and instead work your legs and your glutes or your chest and your shoulders or something like that. Mix it up. Yeah, try to alternate between like upper body days and lower body days. Like don't do upper body, upper body, upper body. Like don't burn one muscle group out. Um, switch it up, switch it up. Give your body a little bit of a rest. Yes, and as much as we love HIIT workouts, these high-intensity workouts, and we've talked about them a lot, they are higher impact, and they are a little bit harsher on the body. So it's important to not just wear your body into the ground and grind yourself down. So while there's no hard and fast rule to this, we would suggest like two to three wor hit, HIIT workouts a week with more recovery, stretching, and targeted weightlifting work on the other days. So exactly. not just doing like HIIT workout, HIIT workout, HIIT workout, HIIT workout. That's a good way to get burnt out or injured or to overtrain and kind of get, get in the way of your results. Exactly. So the next one is why do I hit plateaus, right? So plateaus are a frustration as old as fitness itself. I'm sure if you talk to some Greek Adonis, they would be talking about hitting a plateau, right? Like this is just the way the human body like just is a thing that has a mechanical sort of limit a little bit that you can play with and find out about or, and all that. But the key to avoiding plateaus is variety. You have to switch your workouts up. You have to try different things. You got to shock the body a little bit, you know, try something a little bit new and different and then maybe go back to the old modality and the way you were doing things before. And maybe you'll find you hit a new plateau after that. Well, you know, the body, as we said before, is highly adaptable and it responds to the specific stimulus you put on it. So if you're training the same way all the time with the same weights and reps and sets, eventually you will hit a plateau. Same with running. If you run the same pace all the time, you're going to hit a plateau. So you have to mix it up and challenge yourself. And if you're not actually challenging yourself and overloading the body and putting more stimulus than your body's used to on it and making your body reach to, to where you're pushing it then you're not going to see the result that you want to see. So if you want endurance gains, you have to train for endurance. If you want strength gains, you have to train for strength and so on, right? So a big way that some people work out is they'll train for two to three months in the endurance range, two to three months in the muscle gain range, two to three months in the strength or power range, and then two to three months doing more base-like work to recover and get ready for another cycle. But if that exactly. feels a little bit advanced, which it might, you don't even have to do all of that. Just make sure you're consistently adding weights or reps to your workout program based on what your goals are. Challenge yourself to move faster and just switch up the kind of workouts you're doing. Exactly. Just switch things up just a little bit and you'll see different kind of results and maybe just hit a different plateau. Like even when I was running uh, on like a specific kind of schedule, like the beginning of the season, you do longer runs, right? Like if you're training for a 5K, you do like a 10K, you do other longer distance sort of runs. And then throughout the season, you would switch that up to eventually running even under something that was a 5K just to get my sprinting right. 
you know you have to switch it up you don't if you're trying to train for a 5k you just don't you don't only run 5ks you run other things around that so that your 5k can be better exactly so overall you know to wrap it all up while the ins and the outs of your workout might depend on your goals the most important key is to how you work out is that you actually do it and do it consistent consistently right be sure to be working with the weight and rep scheme that best fits your goals mix up your workouts give your body time to rest and overall just stay consistent yeah consistency is the number one key make sure that you're always doing something that's it you know like we we say it all the time i feel like we see it say it every single podcast like just move Yep. You know, just move. There should be no goal you have or no, no. Yeah, there should be no goal you have that's so like large and looming that stops you from movement. Like just move, start, do something, you know, get out there and begin. That's it. Well, thank you guys for hanging out with us today. As always, uh, feel free to drop us a message on Instagram or on email to let us know what you want us to talk about. We'll be happy to dedicate an episode to you. Follow us Fire and Voice on Instagram or fireandvoice at gmail.com. Love you guys. Peace.